Good morning, Stephen Ted here. It's 7 o'clock. I think it's 7.04 on KNSS. New semiconductor plant is coming to Wichita. We have the story. And suspected Chinese spy balloon is floating over the U.S. I'm Steve McIntosh. Let's go. Integra Technologies is building, bringing a semiconductor manufacturing plant to Wichita that will create at least 2,000 jobs. During a news conference late yesterday afternoon, Kansas Governor Laura Kelly announced the state has approved Integra's Attracting Powerful Economic Expansion Incentive application for an expansion project. That's contingent on receiving federal chips for America funding. According to the governor, this is the second largest private investment in Kansas history. Integra plans to build a one million square foot semiconductor manufacturing plant in Wichita. And with it, invest $1.8 billion and create 2,000 high-quality jobs. It is the second largest economic development project in Kansas history. Integra's expansion includes a wide range of positions, with a significant percentage of entry-level jobs requiring a high school diploma or GED equivalent with training opportunities. The company says it will be hiring engineers, technical positions, and all the professional positions required for expanding its corporate headquarters, including sales, human resources, finance, and more. NORAD says it's tracking a high-altitude surveillance balloon. Defense officials suspect it's Chinese. Fox's Jonathan Hunt has more. Pentagon officials say they have very high confidence it is a Chinese government balloon that has been seen in videos from Montana posted on Twitter. And officials say they believe the spy balloon has been flying over sensitive military sites to try to gather intelligence. Montana, for instance, is home to Malmstrom Air Force Base. That houses one of the country's three nuclear missile silo fields. The Pentagon press secretary did issue a statement confirming the balloon is, quote, currently traveling at an altitude well above commercial air traffic and does not present a military or physical threat to people on the ground. The Pentagon has been advising the White House against shooting the balloon down because it may create a large debris field and pose a risk to people. Four people, two of them children, were injured in crashes on Highway K-96 near Hydraulic. That happened yesterday morning with a crash at I-135 and K-96. The Highway Patrol says that accident tied up traffic, and then that led to a four-vehicle crash at Hydraulic. Trooper Chad Crittenden says it's a reminder for drivers to always be attentive and looking out for problems. Anytime we can't see on the backside of a bridge or hills and things, we do ex- we do want you to expect that there could be some kind of hazard on the other side of the road, such as a you know tire debris or a car crash, whatever it may be. You know, most of our crashes happen on clear, dry days, just like today. One of the children was hospitalized with critical injuries, and a driver was hospitalized with unknown injuries. One person seriously injured in a crash involving a semi west of Wichita Thursday night at 263rd Street West and U.S. 54. That person hospitalized with those serious injuries. Another person received minor injuries, and a third person was not injured. Additional information was not immediately available. A Minnesota Democratic congresswoman has lost her spot on a House committee. Fox's Lauren Blanchard explains what happened. 
The House has voted along party lines to remove Congresswoman Ilan Omar from the House Foreign Affairs Committee for her past comments against Israel. Proposed by Representative Max Miller, the resolution says Omar's comments deemed anti Semitic in the past disqualify her from such a powerful committee. She cannot be an objective contributor to the work of the committee, and she has brought dishonor to the House of Representatives. Democrats say Omar's removal is retribution for the last Congress, stripping committees from Representatives Marjorie Taylor. Green for extremist rhetoric and Paul Gosar for sharing a violent video directed at another member. Mark can serve on other committees. KNSS News Time now, 708, eight minutes past seven o'clock. Nearly 50 businesses and nonprofits, including rideshare companies, Uber and Lyft, and industrial giant 3M are pledging millions of dollars in initiatives to stem a crisis in road fatalities under a new federal effort. The effort announced today is part of the Department of Transportation's Call to Action campaign, urging commitments from the private sector and groups to reduce serious traffic injuries and deaths. Will power come back on today in Austin, Texas? Well, that's what the utility company says will happen as the freeze storm moves on. More than 100,000 customers in Austin, Texas had no power earlier this week as an ice storm struck. And that doesn't sit well with Austin's mayor, Kirk Watson. I've been frustrated by the lack of power in our homes, including mine. And I've been frustrated and disappointed in the communication that I feel like should have been better with the people of the city. Austin Energy says everyone should be restored by today. The Electric Reliability Council of Texas, which helps manage the state's power grid, says enough power is being generated. A freeze in 2021 caused wide failures in the state's electric systems. Evan Brown, Fox News. The president and vice president are headed to Philadelphia today. With an eye on 2024, the president and vice president will take part in the winter meeting of the Democratic National Committee in Philadelphia. But before that, the two plan to highlight their legislative wins, like the bipartisan infrastructure law, and announce over a half billion dollars in water upgrades and lead service removal for the city of brotherly love. While Republicans continue to hammer Democrats over what they call reckless and massive spending, President Biden hopes to use the announcement to show how his economic agenda is delivering, quote, real results for the American people. In Washington, Sean Lanchel, Fox News. A special care unit for the elderly in Iowa is under fire after a mistake. The Glen Oaks Alzheimer's Special Care Center is accused of sending one of their patients to a suburban Des Moines funeral home in a body bag. But there was one problem. That unnamed patient was still alive. The Iowa Department of Inspection said in a report Wednesday that the 66-year-old had been falsely declared dead in late December. She ended up passing away a week later while hospitalized. Glen Oaks Special Care is now facing a $10,000 fine. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7.10, 10 minutes past 7 o'clock here on a Friday morning. And uh, traffic running smoothly in the Wichita area here on this Friday morning commute. If we have any accidents or tie-ups, we'll pass them along to you. Traffic update, Stephen Ted, KNSS. All right, Ted, it's uh, 7.11 now and uh, time for our, uh, our uh, KSN uh, forecast this morning with Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ron L. Hey, good morning, Stephen Ted. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good, good. fine. 
you know, we've got a pretty nice weekend ahead. I hope you guys are ready. No need to buckle our seatbelts. Honestly, uh, the forecast is going to be uh, smooth sailing, really set the cruise control. And for everybody that's listening out there, whatever your weekend plans are, they really need to include getting outside, even if just for a moment, getting some fresh air. Because let me remind you, it's early February. We could be dealing with temperatures that are too below right now. But instead, we're going to potentially see highs in the lower 60s by the time we get to the end of the weekend. So it's just really just going to be gorgeous out there. Let's go ahead and get right into things. Mostly sunny skies today. Barely any cloud cover out there. High 48 degrees. So before we see that significant warming, we are going to still be a, a bit on the cooler side today, but our average high today, 46. So technically, we're also still uh, a little bit above average, but we will continue that warming this upcoming weekend and all because of a southerly switch of our winds at 10 to 20 miles an hour today. Not going to be too gusty, but just a, a bit breezy at times, especially by the time we get into our Saturday. We'll start off right around the freezing mark, 32 degrees, and then we'll actually have another wind shift. Southerly winds throughout much of the day, but then our winds late in the day tomorrow actually going to switch right back out of the north and northwest. That's not really going to impact our temperatures all that much, though, because we're still going to have time to warm up quite a bit. High of 59 degrees, just a degree shy of 60 for your Saturday. Temperatures still dipping back down slightly below freezing uh, Saturday night, waking up 30 degrees early Sunday morning, and that's when we'll see that high of 61 under a partly cloudy sky. That's something else. When it comes to our skies, we'll, like, we'll uh, likely stay dry through this upcoming weekend with a few clouds around at times, especially Saturday with that wind shift. By the time we get into Monday, we'll continue that warmth in the, into the start of the new week, and it still looks like it should stay pretty dry. 63 for uh, high on, on Monday, still very mild out there, and then temperatures going to slowly but surely begin to come back down as a system comes through leading to a chance of moisture as early as monday night only around a 10 percent chance of rain that may linger into early tuesday morning and then after that it looks like by the middle of the week there's going to be a slightly better chance of seeing some rain this is when we'll also cool down to a high of 51 degrees right now we do have thursday dry but we mean we may need to also throw in a chance of rain for thursday as well as that's looking favorable for moisture too high of 45 come thursday so we're going to warm up cool back down but Looks like this next cool down, not going to be as bitter as what we experienced earlier this week. Right now, 14 degrees, barely a cloud in the sky out there. Nice bright start to the day. North wind, light three miles an hour, but again, may pick up a little bit more as the day goes on. Well, we have some pretty nice weather here for the first part of February. And that means to me, you know, we can still see some nastiness here over the next three or four weeks as we get closer to springtime. Oh, yeah, and especially as we get closer to spring. But at the same time, you know, there is uh, the other side of the story as well. As we get closer to spring, any cold blasts or bitter Arctic blasts that we may see, you know, as we get closer to springtime, those will just be shorter and short, uh, you know, just become shorter lived yeah, yeah. compared to, you know, what we've recently experienced. All right. Thank you, Ron L. Have a great weekend. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. We are at 714 now with Steve and Ted. On this Friday, February 3rd, sunshine, a bit warmer. Yesterday across uh, central Kansas, what a great afternoon. Beautiful to day. To get outside. Wichita's high temperature was 54, and the normal high for the date, 46. On this date in 1988, an Arctic invasion spread into the southern plains. And down in West Texas, they don't see this kind of thing very often, very rarely. In Midland, Texas... Temperatures fell 43 degrees Ooh. from 80 to 37 Ooh. in three hours. Ooh-ha. Yeah. Quite a day there in Midland, Texas. Birthdays today. Uh, Fran Tarkenden's having a birthday. 
82 years old today. One of the great mobile quarterbacks of all time. Yep. Uh, played for Minnesota. He scrambled. And he started out, he did a lot of, you know, Holmes, Mahomes reminds me of him a little bit. He doesn't scramble as much as Tarkenton, I don't think. But, uh, yeah, friend. And then he became, what, an inspirational speaker? Yeah, and then he was on TV on That's Incredible. And yeah, had quite a career. He's good, still around. Good football player. Yeah, how old is he? 82. 82. We got another great uh, quarterback named Bob Greasy having a birthday. Oh, today. there's another all-time great. 78 years old Bob today. Greasy is 78. And where did he go to college? He didn't go to Notre Purdue, Dame. I think. Purdue. And what, Miami Dolphins? And a long career with the Miami Dolphins. Didn't, wasn't his son involved somewhere? Or is it yeah, a, his son was quarterback at Michigan. Huh. It runs in the family. Kind of like the Mannings then. <laughs> All right, 716 now, Steve and Ted. And uh, let's see what we had yesterday. Oh, last evening, uh, uh, Shelly and I and my brother Jerry and his wife went to Angelo's mm. uh, for supper and celebrating Jerry's birthday. Nice. His birthday was the first. We didn't get around to celebrating it until last evening, but uh, we had a nice e- evening out, uh, a great meal. And, uh, um, and uh, for his birthday, I picked up the tab. I know you'd be proud of me. Right? Nice. You know how. Ungenerous I can be. Well, man, I love Angelo's. Angelo's, yeah, had a great meal and had some and some good conversation. That's a way to to spend. What'd you eat? I had the uh, lasagna. Nice. Jelly had the manicotti. Nice. And uh, Jerry had one of their sandwiches. Oh wow, it looked good. Sweet. But, uh, anyway, so there's what we did last night, and of course you were busy at Cocarina. Cocarina last night. Well, this, a big game. It's uh, coming up on seven seventeen. Now let's talk about that. Let's go to check in with sports now with Ted Woodward. Right, Ted? Yeah, and uh, of course last night, 7,200 fans were on hand at Coke Arena as the Shockers hosted third-ranked Houston. So it was a big game. Big at big time atmosphere. The Shockers played pretty well for about 26 minutes. Shocks had a seven-point lead with 14 minutes to go. But then Houston kind of started putting the clamps down, and the Shockers found it really hard to score in that final 14 minutes. In fact, the Shockers only scored 14 points in the final 14 minutes as Houston flipped this one in that time period. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl had the call of the game last night on 103.7 KEYN. We said Wichita State is going to have to outscore Houston at the free throw line. That was the reason Houston lost the two games that they've lost thus far this year. Wichita State is outscoring them, but they're not taking advantage of the opportunities that are coming their way. Shockers need this one. Short. Man, oh man, oh man. Wichita State now six of its last 12 from the line. And Houston beats full court pressure, have numbers. Jarris Walker over to Roberts for the dunk. And that may have been the final nail. Shockers down seven, a minute 40 to go. Six missed free throws in the final 11 minutes for the Shockers. They only made three buckets in the last 11 minutes. Houston comes back and beats the Shockers 70-61 was the final score. The Shockers also had twice as many turnovers as Houston did. Houston only turned it over six times the entire game. Wow. Shocks had 12. Mm. Shockers did well in the paint. Shockers shot 53% from two-point range. But they missed 85% of their three-pointers, so that'll hurt. couldn't get threes. Yeah, They were doing good inside the arc, but not outside. Houston wins at 70-61 after the game. Shocker head coach Isaac Brown. 10 of 11 from the free-throw line and only 6 of your last 12 with good free-throw shooters in the line. That was a little bit unexpected. Yeah, I thought that was a big key to the game as well, uh, those six missed free-throws. 
because every time we've had a one-point lead or we're down one, and when you miss free throws against the number one three-ranked team in the country, it's hard to combat that. You've got to be able to make your free throws, and we didn't do a good job at the free throw line late. Shockers with the loss fall to 11-11 on the season. Shocks are right back at it on Sunday, going on the road at Tulsa. Shockers at Tulsa. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will begin their pregame coverage at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 2 o'clock Sunday. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. More basketball action this weekend. Kansas State is home in Manhattan tomorrow afternoon. Sixth-ranked K-State hosting ninth-ranked Texas. A showdown for first place in the Big 12 Conference. That'll tip off at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon in Manhattan, nationally televised on ESPN2. K-State has not lost a home game yet this season, 12-0 on home court. You might remember the last time these teams met a month ago in Austin when Kansas State won that game 116-103. to We'll see how the rematch goes tomorrow in Manhattan. Eighth-ranked Kansas is on the road. The Jayhawks are going to Ames to take on 13th-ranked Iowa State. The Cyclones have not lost a home game yet this season, both tied for second place in the Big 12. Live coverage for the Jayhawks begins at 9.30 tomorrow morning. The game will tip off at 11 a.m. tomorrow in Ames. Listen to the Jayhawks live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Juco men's basketball. Road game tomorrow night for 23rd-ranked Butler Community College. The Grizzlies on the road at Hutchinson. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 tomorrow evening, and that's on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Butler men have won eight of their last nine. They're taking on a team that leads the nation in scoring. Hutchinson averages 102 points per game. Butler slowed them down earlier this season. We'll see if they can do it again they on the road. Slowed down to 99 or something? Tomorrow. No, <laughs> they held them to 63 points. Really? So Butler figured them out last time. How about that? Yeah. We'll see if they can uh, do it on the road tomorrow night. Dennis Higgins will have that call. Women's basketball, Wichita State ladies are home hosting Memphis. That game will be at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon at Coke Arena. The Shocker women have won 8 of their 11 home games this season. Indoor soccer, the Wichita Wings are home tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at Hartman Arena. The Wings are hosting the New Mexico Runners. Both teams are tied for second place in the division. The Wichita Thunder is in second place in its division in hockey action. And the Thunder has back-to-back home games downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Thunder hosting the Rapid City Rush in both those games. The Thunder has won their last three games on home ice. Pro football, we are nine days away from the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Phoenix a week from Sunday. The Chiefs will be wearing red pants and white jerseys in the Super Bowl this year, and they leave for Arizona on Sunday. Of course, you can hear the Super Bowl a week from Sunday right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And uh, Sunday is the NFL Pro Bowl games. That'll be at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas. You can listen live to the Pro Bowl games on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. By the way, speaking of the Chiefs, our live weekly visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, coming up. Less than an hour from now, at about 8.10 this morning. And a huge birthday today to one of the all-time basketball greats, Darnell Valentine. Wichita native is 64 today. He was an All-American at Heights High School, three-time All-American in college at KU, went on to that great 11-year career in the NBA, first-round draft pick by the Portland Trailblazers. His number 14 jersey is retired at KU. And Darnell was on that 1980 Summer Olympics basketball team that boycotted the Olympics. Boyca- so he didn't get missed play. out on his oh. chance to go for a gold medal. Wow. 
Ah, the great Wichita basketball player, Darnell Valentine. It's his birthday. He is 64 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. 723 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. More studies are coming out about the dangers of social media used by children. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward It's 7.30 here on this Friday morning. 15 degrees. President Biden is calling for a more respectful exchange between Republicans and Democrats. The commandments of Scripture should apply to politics, President Biden advised in a prayer breakfast speech on Capitol Hill. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's the hardest one, I think. At least it's hardest here. The president noted this week's meeting with House Speaker Republican Kevin McCarthy on the debt limit, saying... Let's start treating each other with respect. That's what Kevin and I are going to do. McCarthy has also expressed optimism following that hour-long meeting with the president, indicating there are areas of common ground. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. A man from southwest Missouri was killed by police officers after allegedly pointing a handgun at them at a park. Police in Springfield, Missouri, were called Wednesday afternoon to Tom Watkins Park after reports of a man making suicidal statements. Police say officers were talking to 33-year-old Justin Barker of Springfield, who said he had a gun, then he began to draw it from his waistband. Officers ordered Barker to drop the gun, but instead he pointed it at officers who shot him several times. The four officers involved in the shooting are on administrative leave pending an internal investigation. The city of Wichita now has a new way to alert residents of any future boil water advisories. Communications manager, message saying, hey, there's a boil water advisory for Wichita. Click here for more information. And you can also confirm that you got that information and you won't receive any other alerts. That's communications manager Tyler Scheffelbein, who says those who sign up for the alerts will receive an email, then a text, and finally a voicemail. In either English or Spanish, residents will not receive any unrelated spam messages from this service. A former U.S. Navy captain is headed to prison after getting caught in a massive bribery scandal. Retired Navy Captain David Haas has been sentenced to two and a half years behind bars for taking over $90,000 in bribes. Prosecutors say Haas was one of dozens of officials bribed to help get defense contracts for Fat Leonard Francis. Francis owned a company that supplied food, water, and fuel to ships. Francis admits overbilling the Navy by $35 million, and he did it with help from naval officers. He plied with prostitutes, cigars, and more. And Francis has pleaded guilty but fled home confinement last year. He was soon busted in Venezuela. Jill Nato, Fox News. After 31 years with Wichita Public Schools, seven as superintendent, Dr. Alicia Thompson is retiring. KNSS News asked Thompson what she liked most about being an educator in Wichita. Honestly, all of the people in our community and the support that we have, that makes me proud to know that we have a school district that people are proud of and that they will support. Um, and so I am very appreciative and of, of that. Dr. Thompson is our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday morning at 8 on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. 
Good morning. Mostly clear and cold across south-central Kansas here early on. Today is going to be sunny and a bit breezy at times. We will be in the upper 30s by noontime, 43 this afternoon. Cloudy, windy overnight, Charlo 32. Clearing and breezy throughout Saturday with a high close to 60. I'm KNSS meteorologist and Holiday. And right now, clear, 15 degrees. We have a northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. The Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. 734, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS on this Friday morning, February 3rd. And uh, it was on this date in 1913. The 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution providing for a federal income tax was ratified. Boo. So everybody got to pay taxes on their income. And, uh, yeah. I've been, see, I started, I think, about 17. I was 17, 16, 17, started paying income taxes. And the first check I got, I said, wait a minute, this is not what I have. Yeah, this and isn't the, what I'm, I heard. I, think I remember the boss said, oh, you don't know about withholding? Uh-huh. No? Well, here it is. And so there it is. It's a fact of life. And my uh, it's our house, we're starting to work on our taxes. Jad says he's already got his done. Um, and so uh, it's, it's that time of the season. It's. Tax season, folks. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. A tweet uh, liked by more than 5,000 Twitter profiles this week claimed that the steering wheel of a Tesla Model Y fell off suddenly while on the highway. The steering wheel. Quote, family was excited to receive Tesla Y delivery on 124-2033, it says. The tweet says, was driving on highway and all of the sudden steering wheel fell off. Was lucky enough there was no car behind me as I was able to pull over. How do you do that? How do you do that? Without a steering wheel. Hmm. Anyway, that, that's just, I, I don't know the Tesla has a problem, but if they do, I'm sure the, the government will be involved shortly. 7.35, Stephen's head of the morning well, here. Care. They have driving cars that crash into things all the time. They have record profits. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's whatever, I guess they're doing something right. Whatever they're doing wrong, is it's right. I guess. <laughs> I guess that's the, the way to look at it. Uh I had a little, uh, oh, I guess you would say an automotive problem yesterday. This was about, oh, what, just before nine, just before we went off the air, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Deucing, our brand manager, came in, and uh, he had a look on his face like, I thought somebody had died. I mean, I, he had that really, oh, no. con- a really concerned look. I, he says, John Pullman says you're, you're getting a flat tire. Oh, no. <laughs> I said, oh, Okay. And John, of course, he's one of our salespeople here at uh, KNSS. And so, uh, and, and he said, hey, John has a little pump. He can pump it up for you. Oh. So, uh, John, I hooked up John and said, hey, let's go do this. And he said one of those little things. Uh, I've seen them before, but it's a really neat little item. If, mm-hmm. you, if you ever think you're going to have a flat tire, have one on your car because it just plugs. they got a cord that plugs into your cigarette lighter mm-hmm. to charge to power it. And you just screw this little thing on the on the. Uh, on the valve stem there, and in about four or five minutes, it f- took it to finally air up to 32 pounds or whatever, and uh, I took off. And I didn't, I tell you what, my plan was, cause I got, what, about to my house, what, 10, 11 miles? Would it hold up? Yeah, would, that's, re- the, uh, that's yeah, the question. It, it still had quite a bit of air in it, so would it hold up? And I thought, and I'm going to go to this place or that place. And then I'm, uh, we got talking, John, and I said, why don't you just take it down to uh, to uh, Joe DeBrobner there at uh, Carl's. Down there on Market mm-hmm. Street. Right downtown? I've never been there before. Of course, he's been a long-time, long-time sponsor of our traffic updates. He's yep. on our traffic, so I said, why not? 
And I pulled in there, and I went to the front desk, and I asked for Joe, and he came out, and I had forgotten what he looked like because uh, he has been in that studio with us yeah. before, and I forgot what he looked like. But we, we chatted, had a good time, and got long story short, his, uh, his guy found a nail about that long, <gasps> about, what, two oh, inches? That's the thing. Oh, man. Uh, a little tiny, weird, skinny little nail. And also, he said the valve stem was, was bad on this wheel and tire. Anyway, they fixed me up and oh, good. Uh, took, took him about 20 minutes. Yeah, and take him long. He has a little, uh, have you ever been down there? Sure. He has that little area where he's got uh, a large collection of VHS yes. tapes there. <laughs> it's old school, man. I love it. He's got uh, three bookcases filled with books. Yeah. So if you're going to spend any time down there, you can, be, you can entertain yourself. I had a, he had a little coffee table book on uh, President Kennedy. A lot of great photos. I, I did that for 20 minutes. That was great. And before you know it, your car's ready. Now he's got a he's got about six I would I think six bays down there. It's good to your store. And they were working in all of them. Uh and so then and, and I said, What do you do here? He said, We do almost everything except everything except with electricity or body work. Okay. So there you go. Be a good place to take my car, I guess, in the future when I want to get a service. But anyway, thanks, Joe, for your hospitality. And John yep, Pullman, Joe's a good guy. John Pullman is always helpful. Yes, he is. He's uh, one of our one of our salespeople. And, he helped uh, me a lot on Wednesday when I was out doing a remote at Zips Car Wash. Yeah, th- what was it? Thirty three degrees. The two of us and, were out. Yeah, and you were at Zips. It wasn't thirty three. It was yeah, it was thirty three <laughs> degrees. But that wind was it, that was the day the sun didn't come out and that wind just would not stop. John and I were both and you freezing, <laughs> and you were at a car wash. <laughs> well, you take your chances. Uh, I know. We I both know compared notes afterwards. It took us about. It took me about an hour for my hands to get warm again. Really? My hands were almost tingling. It's like hate, man, it was cold s- on Wednesday. Hate to see you get frostbite <laughs> or something like that. But uh, from what but I heard, John was great, and the folks at Zips were fantastic, and we had a good remote on Wednesday. From what I heard, you, you, it was a, you did a fine job. So yeah. What do we expect? And last night you're at uh, Coke Arena doing the PA announcing, and uh, when Houston comes to town with a great, great, great teams just. Seem to find a way to win, don't they? Oh, it's funny how that happens, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, sometimes they just keep playing along and any other team collapses. And then you, then you go. <laughs> you got to have that killer instinct. Anyway, uh, what's next on the Shocker basketball agenda for men? At, at Tulsa. They're going to go down to Tulsa. Sunday afternoon. Uh, this Sunday afternoon. And then next Sunday, we got Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, a week from Sunday, Super Bowl time. We're doing Mitch this morning, right? Of course. All right. Mitch Holtis, play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Every Friday during football season, he's on with us. If yep, you we're a half have, hour away from that. If you haven't ever tuned in, you need it. to because it's it's a fun segment. We just have a ball because Mitch is, of course, he's from where Smith Center, mm-hmm. and he's encyclopedic on just mm-hmm. about everything you can think of regarding sports and, and the Chiefs. He'll bring up he'll bring up statistics you never even thought were possible. In the, you know, in the past 15 games, the Chiefs, did, <laughs> he's fun. That's why it's a real treasure trove to have him on. And, of course, we've been talking to him since training camp back in August. That's right. And if uh, you're not aware of it, we are here at KNSS, the uh, radio connection to the Kansas City Chiefs, mm-hmm. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And we'll be on the air doing uh, football on Super Bowl Sunday, right? Yes, we will. Uh-huh. week from Sunday. All right. Steve, it's 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And... Uh, Let's see. Well, what do we got coming up? Oh, we got the Wichita Business Journal update yes, this morning. Yes. And, uh, of course, they're going to be talking about that new semiconductor plant coming to Wichita. About that? That's on the way. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS. 7.45 here on a uh, Friday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, third ranked Houston, 70. Wichita State, 61. Two. Suspected Chinese spy balloon floating over North America. One. New semiconductor plant coming to Wichita, bringing 2,000 jobs. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And an update here on your Friday morning commute. We are seeing slow-moving traffic on the southwest side of town, especially at Highway K-42 and I-235, also there at K-42 and Hoover Road. So got some slow-moving traffic there. And at K-42 and Ridge, heavy traffic volumes. People getting to work here on the Friday morning, that's where you're seeing some slow-moving traffic. KNSS Traffic Update is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. It's located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online at carlstire.com. That's your home for complete car care. Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Sunny and cooler today with a high of 43 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 31. Saturday, mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer. Tomorrow's high up to 60 degrees. Now a clear sky, 15 degrees, and we have a northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, you'll see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the Clock Tower in Delano. 747 Stephen Ted in the morning and coming up uh, Sunday night at 7 o'clock right here on KNSS, the John Whitford Show. And uh, this morning? No, we don't have John. We don't have John? No. Okay. No John Whitmer. Not at the moment. Okay. We'll try something else then. How about some stocks? Okay, we got the stock report. Stocks were booming on Wall Street. Uh, tech stocks, anyway, were doing well yesterday on Wall Street. Stocks ending mixed with the Nasdaq rallying led by excitement around tech stocks. Big tech companies were among the gainers today while energy lagged. But it was all about Facebook parent meta platforms. Its stock a big winner, surging around 23 percent and notching its best daily performance in nearly a decade. After the social media company posted revenue ahead of estimates and said it expects lower costs this year. And crypto exchange Coinbase stock surged 24 percent following a legal victory after a federal district judge dismissed a proposed class action suit accusing Coinbase of selling unregistered securities on its platform. The Dow falling 39 points, the Nasdaq up 385, S&P 500 up 61. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. And now it's 7.48, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And John's with us this morning, John Whitmer. Uh, the John Whitmer Show, Sunday nights at 7 here on KNSS. And uh, he is here with us for his Friday morning preview of the big show. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you this morning? Well, we're doing very well, right? right yeah, Ted? it's Friday. It's Friday. Well, you know what could be better? You know, it's Friday. It's it, well, you know, it's Friday. It's fifteen degrees. We've got half a pack of cigarettes. And we're wearing sunglasses. What can I tell you? Yeah, that would be better. You know, it's like the Blues Brothers in here. All right, you've got an interesting. You've got an interesting guest. This guy's been around for a while. Dick Morris is going to be on your show, as I understand it, right, yeah. Dick? That is correct. Dick Morris, who's a, a former advisor to both Presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, um, he yeah, I, he's got a show on Newsmax, and uh, I'm sure you've heard the story that uh, 
AT&T DirecTV has dropped Newsmax from DirecTV customers, which is uh, upwards of, I think, 14 million of the of the DirecTV customers now can't get Newsmax. And so Dick Morris is understandably upset. He says that decision is purely political. And uh, he's got an op-ed out in the uh, in the New York Times. And so I reached out to Mr. Morris and said, hey, you want to come on the show and tell us what's going on and why? And I'm sure so we'll talk about that. And I'm also curious to get his take on the upcoming presidential election. He's a big Trump supporter. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk a little politics, a little 2024 election as well. You've also got uh, Representative Barb Wassinger. Is that what you say her name? She's uh going to be there yep. talking about uh, what's going on in Topeka. Yep, we do. every, As you know, every Sunday when the legislature's in session, we bring you legislative updates from Topeka. This week, Barb Wassinger will be joining us, and I'm sure we'll talk about the uh, – this was school choice week in Topeka, and we'll talk about that new Apex bill that looks like we could be getting a uh, upwards of uh, you know four or 5,000 jobs here in Wichita. Um, but, you know, those Apex bills do have some interesting, um, shall we say, strings attached. Sure they do. So we'll talk to yeah. Barb about that. And uh, that's now the last project under the existing Apex bill. And there are some who want to uh, the legislature to pass another Apex bill because each the a- original Apex bill is now expired. And so they have to pass another one. But, you know, do people like the idea of these things that go without it's exempt from the Cannes Open Records Act. There's a lot of everybody who's involved has to sign non-disclosure agreements. And, um, you know, that that makes a lot of people nervous. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to her about that. And Donald Trump's lawyer, actually, Christina Bob, will also be joining us. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about a voter integrity and election fraud as well. So it should be a good show. All right. Well, listen, we look forward to it. Uh, tune in. And thanks for being with us. But it'll be uh, Sunday night at 7 right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, the John Whitmer Show this morning. All right. Uh, Stephen's head in the morning. And, uh, Ted, we got some... Uh, uh, Wichita Business Journal update here. Yeah, let's take a look at local business news. Kansas officials have approved an incentive deal with Wichita-based Integra Technologies. And that'll result in the construction of a $1.8 billion semiconductor plant in Wichita. It'll be a 1 million square foot facility, creating nearly 2,000 jobs. Governor Laura Kelly made that announcement yesterday. The state providing an incentive package totaling more than $300 million for the project through its APEX program. And that paves the way for Integra to apply for federal funding support through the Chips and Science Act. Integra says its Wichita expansion at a yet-to-be-announced site is designed to support the domestic supply of semiconductor chips that power anything from smartphones, cars, computers, and other equipment. Phase 1 of Central Community Church's West Wichita Senior Housing Community had no issue finding residents. Now Phase 2 is on the way. The church at 6100 West Maple expects to break ground in the next few weeks on four new buildings with four units each to add to the current 32 units at residences at Central Landing and income-based 55 and older community. Justin Moore, executive pastor at Central Community Church, said the church saw an opportunity to continue to serve others with this second phase after the development hit full occupancy and had a wait list for over 100 people. The leader of Spirit Aerosystems Operations for its largest customer has left the company. 
According to a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission, the company has reached a separation agreement with Kevin Matthews, a general manager of Boeing Properties and a senior vice president with Spirit. The agreement includes a year's salary and other payments related to health care costs and Spirit's performance incentives, effective as of January 26th. Matthias, he's spent nearly a decade at Spirit and has been in his current role since last summer. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS at uh, coming up on 7.54. And uh, today is National Women Physicians Day, honoring the path that female doctors have paved since 1849. This day marks the birthday of Dr. Elizabeth Blackwell, the first woman to receive a medical degree in the United States in 1849. Dr. Blackwell initiated the movement that helped women gain entry and uh, Equality in the field of medicine. Of course, we just take it for granted now. We we see a lot of uh, female nurses, always obviously women, and uh, you know, not unheard of to see a uh, not a lot of them, but we do have female doctors. Um, I, I my first doctor uh, was a female. I remember I was like four or five years old. I had to go in and start kindergarten. Had to get shots. Get a shot, you know. Doctor North was Doris North. Do you know her? Well, yeah, you her husband was my doctor when I was a kid. Really? Victor. Okay. I didn't know there was... Dr. North. So I went to the their clinic. was in the old uh, Boulevard Shopping Center. Yeah. That's uh, George Washington, right behind where the theater used to be there, and that, that little strip mall there where, the, where they had the, the library. That was our first mm-hmm. library back in there. So, yeah, Dr. North. She was th- I'll remember she was, seems, she was tall. Of course, I was five years old, so everybody was tall. <laughs> and I remember she had dark hair. That's all, that's all I can recall. And I think she said, now, uh, when we do this, she's going to give me the shot. And I'm kind of scared to death. She says, when we do this, I'm going to tell you. And you say, ouch, and Jack Robinson. And okay. okay. So I did. And sure enough, it didn't seem to hurt that Exactly. Much. See, <laughs> there you go. Little, she was great. Little bait and switch. A little there distraction there. National Women's Physician Day. Coming up, the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. Stay tuned. Uh, new semiconductor plant, 2,000 jobs headed for Wichita. We have the story. Ted has sports this morning. Yep, we are just 15 minutes away from our live Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus entertainment news, uh, the blur's coming up. Yeah, we'll get you all your entertainment news heading into the weekend at 8.35 this morning. And we have traffic and weekend weather on the way in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.